The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terramina Blogger, the Dragons Insider Blogger inside the OAA. One of the hosts of Tween Terminus and also the ho- one of the hosts of Last Three Brain Cells on Oriented with Tosh. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud, those watching on Facebook Live, also keeping an eye on them, um, and also watching us on um, <laughs> We're on everything. We're Sammy. on everything now, which is good. <laughs> beautiful. Um, busy, busy. Yes. It's a beautiful sunny day. Oh, what a difference from Friday, man. Yeah, that was a rain Weather, Weather soggy. Ugh. It rained all Stinking day. Yes, it did. And we had those football games, the playoff, first round. Regional. I was over at the MHSA uh, Region 9, which had a lot of OA teams in it. Mm-hmm. It was walking through a mud bog. It was the most, it was the worst conditions I've ever seen, Sam. And I've been to a lot of these for, I think, 10 years now. The rain it it was the horrible. Wind. The rain and the wind just played rain, a lot. The, of, yeah, it was just you ugly, know, ugly. Today. Beautiful day. Hey, it's a beautiful day. You know, we got volleyball districts this week, obviously, yes. so that'll be really interesting to see how um, volleyball does. I wrote a column why Birmingham Marion needs to be on upset alert. Uh-oh. And um, also, we got to talk a certain fo- football team on Oxford Road. Um, we got to do that <laughs> today. We got to talk um, about Yes, we do. Yep. And then we got we got a lot of games we got to recap from this week, and I'll give you my thoughts on those along with you, Ian. Um, yeah. Let's do the recap. Here we I'll go. do the best I can. Okay, here's the roundup. All right, we are leading off with the top story of what happened, what transpired on the gridiron last Friday night in the rain all over Oakland County. Mm-hmm. Oxford goes in on the road to Clarkston and takes the W, 38-28, to 28 in a shocker. Should we say it's a shocker? Yeah, it was a head-scratcher. A head-scratcher? I, I didn't find out the official stat total. For Mr. Vaccaro. Okay, so one Sal Vaccaro went yeah. ham during this game. Yes, he did. 309 yards yep. rushing. Yep. Four touchdowns. Brady Carpenter had 22-yard passing TD to Trent Meyer. Joe Cady had a 47-yard field goal for Oxford. In those conditions, yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mike DePillo, two rushing touchdowns. Ethan Clark, only 12 rushing yards all day and a TD. Uh, Desmond St- uh, Stevens, 10-yard TD off a reverse for Clarkston. We're going to dig into that game. We yes. have, to dis- have to. We have to dissect that have game. Have to dissect that game. All right, moving on. West Bloomfield welcomed in Novi uh, to the Swamp. I was at and, that game. And took care of them 39-3. to Kenneth Jones again do it, getting the job done. 82 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Raquan Nance, 147 yards through the air, 105 rushing, two passing TDs, both to Smaj Morgan. Dylan Tatum, two rushing TDs for West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. Novi Detroit Catholic Central um, came into Bloomfield Hills and laid the lumber 51-7 in the route. C.J. Jackson had a three-yard passing TD to Andrew Serpersky for Bloomfield Hills. Waterford, Mott, and Berkeley were going toe-to-toe, throwing haymakers. But it was the Corsairs who came on top in overtime, 19-13. to 
Uh, Marin Dover, 13-yard rushing TD for Berkeley. Caleb Osborne, three three rushing TDs for Waterford Mod, and it was a touchdown in overtime mm-hmm. after a blocked field goal yep. attempt by Berkeley. Yep. Chippewa Valley and Troy went toe-to-toe, and again, the OAA falls. Chippewa Valley, 33 to nothing over Troy. River Rouge, Harper Woods. We knew this was going to be a tight game, and mm-hmm. it was. River Rouge, 14-6 over Harper Woods in overtime. We said that would be about a seven-point game. Yep. And so Harper Woods goes down. Birmingham Brother Rice, Avondale at Wisner? Yep, at Wisner. Right, so we thought they were going to be playing at, at Lawrence, Lawrence Tech. Tech. Yeah. So they were at Wisner Stadium. That legendary stadium saw a beatdown of epic proportions as Bur- uh, Birmingham Brother Rice takes down Avondale. 58 to nothing. Ouch. It was an ouch. Again, this was the other marquee game. We were looking forward to this one. Thought it would be a, a nail biter, a toe tapper, one of those things. Adams, 42-20 over Lapeer. Rochester Adams had five different uh, players with rushing scores. Parker Pico, two rushing touchdowns, um, eight and one yard out. Uh, Marco DeCerci, 13 uh, rushing yard rushing touchdown. Griffin Henke had a 38-yard rushing touchdown. Logan Pachera, nine-yard rushing touchdown for Adams. Adams showed up huge. It was the weather and the conditions. They were playing at home, and boy, did they roll up here. It wasn't even as close as 42 to 20. And you, you passed by that road. You passed yeah, by we're and coming, saw that game. Yep. Came by, saw that score. It was it was still a shutout at that point. It wasn't 42, and yeah. I think it was in the first half. But you're like, whoa, uh, mm-hmm. thought it'd be closer. But anyway, that's the OA round. Ah. Lots of digest <laughs> out of that. Um, yes. Uh, and in the pre-show, you know, we were chatting and things. Uh, we should have been recording it. I'll just say that because all these different revelations uh, were popping up as we were chatting about uh, what did we just see on Friday? What happened? Well, um, it's an easy and what's and where do you want to go first? I mean, we've got Adams, we've got we got blowouts, we have surprise wins, we have amazing performances. Um, where do you want to go? Well, let's go with the big story. Obviously, I mean, like obviously, right. the uh, the up the game at Clarkson really was the one that really put a lot of head scratchers. Was you know when you look at that game, I mean, Salvacaro. I mean, <laughs> 309 rushing yards for a touchdown. Brady Carpenter passed the uh, 22-yard touchdown pass to Tate Muir. Um, I mean, like. 309 and four touchdowns. Against that defense. Against that defense. On the road. On the road. In r- ridiculous conditions, right? I mean, it wasn't like the end-of-the-world type rain we've had <laughs> here in Lake Orion. This is but it t- was bad. This is a team. Oxford is right now playing yeah. with nothing to lose. Yeah. They have experienced everything you could think of. I know they have a lot of senior experience. They have a good quarter. I mean, they have a good quarterback. They're well coached under Zach Line. Absolutely. I mean, you look and at And they have been improving. Yes. How did they get in the playoffs, Sammy? That murderer's row schedule. Yes, but how did they get in? They beat people. They- <laughs> Especially on the road. They beat people on the road, but they had to win five or four or five. Yep. 
to yeah, get in. Right. And it, these weren't cupcakes to get in. No. Four of five to make the playoffs. They knocked off some really good teams. I mean, they knocked off Stony Creek. They knocked off Lake Orion. They yes. knocked off A&T. Yes. Knocked off Chippewa Valley. Yes. And now you put Clarkson in here. And, I mean, like, that's insane. You know what I mean? For that team to just go in there and just play with nothing to lose, you know, and everything to gain. I mean, these kids are just gaining all that experience. Well, experience, confidence. Yes. The momentum is in their back pocket. I got to give credit. They're playing loose. I got to give credit to Oxford's line coach, Eric Geichuk. Oh, absolutely. I got to give credit to Eric Geichuk. Um, Former offensive line coach at Lake Orion. He went to Oxford. um, Was a Wildcat. Played in the NFL. I mean, what he's been doing on that line up front. Now, it helps when you have a... Great line, a couple good linemen, and Kiwani Burton and Landon Severn. Yeah. I mean, but when you look at – But you have to put them in positions to be successful. Yes, and I give credit to Guy Chuck. I give credit to Line for putting him in that position to be successful. Yes. I mean, the only problem I have with Oxford right now still is their defense. I mean, they're still giving up over 28. I mean, like, but if you're scoring at a a bunch, you know what I mean, then that might make up for your defensive issues. But they still got some issues defensively. Well, defensively. Defensively, yeah, but they held one of the most prolific running backs, Ethan Clark, in Clarkston history in Oakland County in OAA. To what was it? He had a twelve-yard rushing touchdown. Oh, it wasn't twelve yards. No. Oh, okay. You threw me there, Sam. I was like Mm twelve yards. Yeah, but they did do a very good job against Clark. I mean, like, let's not forget. Clark, How many touchdowns? He's usually three touchdowns easy. Yeah, they held in the one. I mean, like, and that's insane. I mean, like, you yeah. really – but you got to look at Oxford's run defense, you know. Their run defense has been really stout all year. Yes. I mean, you know, and it really stout – I started, I think, with the turnaround was that Lake Orion game where they, you know, they figured some things out. Then their, their run defense has been very, very good. I they, mean – It's very good, but they are moving the ball. They are moving the ball. They are put. I mean, the push they're getting, the you need to share with everybody the breakdown of these 300 yards, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, 80 yards. Yes. 76 yards. Yep. A 10 yard one. Okay. And a nine yard one. Right. Mm-hmm. Big plays. Yep. Two monsters, right? So that tells you the holes are there. The defense, they took advantage of the defense that Clarkson was throwing at them, mm-hmm. right? It was bad conditions. Are you going to be throwing the ball? Not necessarily. You're going to keep it on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have that defense tight in, it's you're susceptible to all you need. All he I needed mean, was a seam, and he was gone. Right. And it happened twice. It happened twice, especially now when you look at a defense that has Caleb Stallworth on there, Kavanaugh Ditton on there, Desmond Stevens on yeah. there, and they get. Shredded for 38. That's the most they've allowed all season long. And for that team to, for that defense to get get exposed like that, that's never, that's not good. It's been a very long time since we've seen that happen. I mean, the only time maybe, was it three years ago? They got exposed by Grand Blank last year in the postseason. Postseason. Yes. And then they got exposed. We know with 2019, we know what happened there. Yes. Yeah. And when Clarkson was kind of limping along, we're like, oh, you know, with injuries and such. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw this when injuries were a major right. problem for those guys. Yes. 
but at full strength and wow, it was that was surprising. And the funny thing is, we we're following on Twitter the updates. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, we were coming home from the MHSA regionals out in Anchor Bay. We're home at about eight thirty. We're we're going through the backlog of the tweets, just trying to figure out what the score of the Clarkson game was. My wife teaches over there, so we follow them religious, you know, pretty religiously, as well as Lake Orion. And seeing what that score was in the posting, it was going, well, guess what? Vicaro has an Al Bundy-type night going. And everybody knows, if you ever watch that show, what, what our age range, you know, 30 yes. on up or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what that means. Um, uh, he was going ham. He was having one of those legendary games that will be remembered yeah. up the road at Oxford yeah. for, for years and years and years. This is a big win for Oxford. Huge. This is monumental. And if you're Coach Jack Line to win a game like this, and if you're Salvacaro, you're going to be remembered for this for the rest of your life. Oh, forever. I mean, forever. They're talking I mean, about, the, yes, this is one of those games mm-hmm. that um, you have. I mean, and in the playoffs, it's such a, there's a lot at stake. The the opponent is a rival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a state power, and you went in there and you just went in there and beat them. Just beat them. And now, if on the Clarkson side, you lose, you're going to lose Mike DePillo. Yeah. Um, John Call will likely be your starting quarterback next year over there. I mean, but losing a guy like DePillo, who had a really, he had a really good year for them. He had a, in his three years there, Clarkson, um, you know, taking over the reins in 2019. Um, then last year he had a really nice year. Then this year he had a really good year. Um, people are going to say at Clarkson this year, um, you know, that it, for them it's state championship or bust, and people are going to yeah. say it's a failed season over there. I, um, I don't want to well, necessarily think that is I, the case. I don't think that. Um, but there, I know there's some folks down there. Up well, there their expectations are different than a lot of other schools, right, Sam? Mm-hmm. I mean, Three state championships, that's a whole lot of expectations. And a, a long runs in the tourney, mm-hmm. you know, in the playoffs. Season, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was the game. That was the one that we were real. I, I, I know you and I were really looking forward to it, uh, besides the Adams-Lapierre. West Bloomfield Novi. And West Bloomfield Novi. I mean, the big, the big hitters, you know, mm-hmm. those are the ones we were watching out for. And um, this one, I don't want to say it, it didn't disappoint, but it, ver- it opened a lot of eyes. And the thing, too, look at this with Oxford. The way they're playing, we said this. We don't want – I wouldn't want to go play in them. No. Uh, play them at this time of year. Heck no. But the, I think the playoff format, or at least the seating, helped them. Do you think the they're, schedule helped? They're playing known opponents. Right. They've already had They were them. built for this game. They were built to play Clarkston. They've already played Clarkston. They and played who, it three times. And who's their times. next opponent? Going to be Adams. They know Adams. They've played them. They know they what the beer is. They lost both times. They lost 24-10 this year. Right. And they lost, they lost to Clarkston. They lost to Adams. But they corrected some problems. Mm-hmm. So it makes the next round. Oxford and Adams. Wow. Very, very interesting. Uh, to use your your phrase. Very. And then you look at, at, let's go from Oxford now. I want to talk Adams Lapeer. This was a head scratch. Yes. Um, we um, thought this would be much closer. Especially considering who Lapeer had. I mean, obviously, yeah. the um, they had a big monster offensive line, big monster line up front, yep. and then one of the best running backs in the state, Brady McKenna. Um, and then what Adams' defense did basically was shut him down. I mean, yeah. 
tell them, you know, they, Adams up 28 nothing. you know what I mean? Basically <laughs> just, you know, was in control. And I think, I think to me that the difference was that the Veer showed up in that game. The Veer offense, you know, not a lot of teams in the Saginaw Valley have run up against run that. up against the Veer offense, you know, like what Adams runs. And Lapeer found out the hard way, you know, I mean, it's a very misillusion offense. It's a very illusion offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Adams runs, obviously. Yeah. It's it's even for camera operators, you're up there trying to uh, record this team play mm-hmm. and you're trying to find the ball. That's, you know, if you're not on uh-huh. top of your game, I mean, I can't imagine what it is at ground level. And I got to wonder. Do you have any stats on their running back from Lapeer? I don't McKenna, see him. I don't. I don't see him listed anywhere. I didn't see any uh, stats during the round that of. game. I didn't see any stats from McKenna. Um, I they struggled. At, I mean, they struggled right out of the gate. Yeah, they struggled right out the gate. I mean, like, um, but when you look at when you look at Adams, obviously, you know the offense that they run, the Veer. You know what I mean? I mean, I wonder. You're. I mean, like, you want TV camera operators when playing <laughs> Adams. You know what I mean? Make sure you know what I mean. You're getting everything on him. Yeah. That's cause that's the that Veer offense is not an easy offense. No, it isn't. It, it's different. Um, and we don't want to make it sound like, oh, it's the greatest offense on the planet. It's it's it has it's, its illusion it offense. It has its problems, mm-hmm. right? But Adams runs it perfectly. Yes. I mean, or I shouldn't say perfectly because their coach is like, oh, come on, you know. Well, Tony they, Petrino, you they know, they run it very, very well. Yes, they do. And if you can, and you're not ready for it. It can cause problems. It's Absolutely. like it's like when you have a, a a spread offense with the real the personnel in those positions that mm-hmm. you need for the spread. Yes, very difficult to defend. Yes, I mean but, that's um, what it is. But wow. But I didn't think Lapierre expected you know to go in and give forty two to an Adams team that we know. No, Adams is very good. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's not a question there. I mean, I think to me, me what's really been impressive has been the play of Logan Patera. Last few weeks, I know Sharon Town Parker Pico, a quarterback, um, just been playing really outstanding football. Um, you well, know, they well, they're got, clicking, they're clicking, and they don't even need to throw the ball. No, and they and you have options there if they want to throw the ball. You know, Brady Priestborn, obviously, wide receiver, and we've seen them do it when they have to, right? Yes, you know what I mean. And all they did was run against Lapeer. That's all they so, did. And I don't want to get into, I, I want to because this is fun. Right, mm-hmm. Oxford, uh, Adams are next. Pa, uh, p- uh, pluses, strengths versus weaknesses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Very interesting right? matchup. A team we already team, saw what Oxford did to a, a high-powered running attack. A team that's fearless going against a team that runs severe. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. But Oxford has shown that they can stop a high-powered running game. They have proven that they so, have. Maybe it's going to be an error. Who, Maybe. Air attack on Adams. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? See what fun the stuff. Are. Fun stuff. Yeah, but that was um, mm-hmm. good for Adams. Way to go, Highlanders, man. Keep yes. rolling. And now we got West Bloomfield and Novi. I so, mean, this was the game so, I was at. Okay. So you And you were invited to the game, I was right? invited to the game. I got to thank Mr. Um, Kenneth Jones' father for inviting me over and the West Bloomfield Athletic Department for inviting me over. Yep. I mean, like. You know, but um, and we, and we appreciate him tuning in uh, to watch. Uh, yes, I think it's him and my mom that tune in. You know, or my dad. <laughs> you know, nice. I'm joking, but yeah, we appreciate the uh, the appreciate, invitation, yes. having you in, and your experience there. So, 
when I look at it on paper, it looked like a blowout. Well, it's on paper, it's a blowout, but what I what, saw— And what did you see? I saw was a game of lack of discipline and too many penalties. I mean, that's what for I West saw. Bloomfield. For West Bloomfield. It was on both sides, but especially West Bloomfield. Okay. Um, The problems that I saw with West Bloomfield are, you know, after the play calls, after, um, you know, they've had some holding calls. Extracurricular. Extracurricular activities. You know what I mean? You know, and then, of course, just the sportsmanship. You know what I mean? Like, oh. You know, I mean, like, I know a Novi kid got thrown out of that game. The head coach got 15 yards. Thrown out? Yeah, the head coach, no, the head coach didn't get thrown out, but a head coach got a 15-yard penalty. Novi offensive lineman got thrown out. And then you So look to get at, thrown out, you got to, I mean, either punch somebody or you get two personal fouls, mm-hmm. right? And then, wow. and then the, that's the problem I have with West Bloomfield is their discipline and their, um, is their discipline. That is the big problem I have with West Bloomfield. Because if you, yes, we all know you're talented. Yes. We know you have one of the best best players in the state in Dylan Tatum. We know Raekwon Nance, a very good player. Samaj Morgan as well. And even Kenneth Jones. You know, I think Kenneth Jones, in my opinion, should be the Wildcat quarterback over Dylan Tatum. That's mm. how I feel. And that says a lot, especially because I know Tatum's going to Michigan State next year. But I think Kenneth Jones is a much better option to run the Wildcat. All right. Um, the issue with, I have with West Bloomfield is we mentioned penalties. You know, they took so many extracurriculars. It and, and you were almost, saying like they, drove me you get nuts. a first down, 15 first yards down, back. First down, 15 yards back. You know what I mean? Or like a big, a good, a good play penalty. You know what I mean? Extracurricular activity. I mean, like. You know, so when you really look at it here, if you're Coach Therese Grice, you have to clean these penalties up if you want to go deep into the playoffs. You have to be more disciplined. That has been West Bloomfield's biggest problem this whole season has been penalties and discipline. And that's what it comes down to is if, if this team wants to repeat as state champions, as division one state champs, they have to clean up penalties. Now, on Novi's side of things, I thought, to be honest with you, I know I understand Novi trying to change offenses from like a wing T to a spread. I know under Coach Jim Sparks coming over from Clawson. Yeah. But when you look at Novi, I was beyond baffled the fact that they ran their quarterback almost a, a lot in that game. They ran their quarterback a lot. Now, is it the fact that he doesn't have a lot of faith in his receivers, or is it he yeah. doesn't have a so they, they lined up in a spread, yeah, but just ran the quarterback. Spread, they just ran the quarterback. You know what I mean? They just ran the quarterback. You know, they. I mean, like, that's all they did. I mean, like, in. Well, I mean, if you can't stop them, mm-hmm. why stop? I just or do you think you, I, mean, I just see it as I just, you're going to get him injured, or especially if it's 20 carries a game, 30 carries a game. But then I wonder, but then I wonder, you know what I mean? Weather conditions, at, too, Sam. Weather conditions, obviously, were pretty bad, but. But still, I mean, obviously, I know that defense is really good and all that, but they have to clean up the penalties, especially offensively. Um, for West Bloomfield. For West Bloomfield. Yeah. Novi lost their control in that game. I know their head coach got um, a 15-yard flag, and then the um, a Novi offensive lineman got thrown out in that game. Um, it just was – it was just crazy, just <laughs> 
crazy when it comes to and you don't and you don't see those sorts of things on the black no. and white paper, right? You don't see it. I mean, like you just see you, a score, thirty-nine to three. And what was the first half? It uh, was nineteen to three. I mean, like besides the two, so it's long, still a game. Besides the long two touchdown passes from um, Morgan to um, you know, from um, Nance to Morgan. I mean, obviously, you know, the difference was, you know. I thought Novi early on did a really good job against um, West Bloomfield's ground attack. I mean, they shut down um, Tatum. They shut down, um, you know, they shut down um, Jones for a time, and then they shut down Nance for a time. But, you know, when they keep running, 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 you know what I mean? That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, and West Bloomfield wore them down, and basically you look at the at score, you know, that's what you get. Yeah. And we know that, I mean – Novi Detroit Catholic Central, 51, Bloomfield Hills, 7. That's more Bloomfield Hills issues than CC, CC being uh, some juggernaut. You want to know why I wrote that column a couple weeks ago? <laughs> it's exactly. Well, I was just, I was just messing with you. you like, nah. you, you <laughs> I go, but a team's undefeated. What are you going to do, right? I mean, you got to give them some sort of props. You got to give them props, sure. I'm but, still waiting for you to do that. But when you're playing <laughs> against a team like Nobody Detroit Catholic Central who's coming down there, and basically you only have 15 yards total offense in the first half, yeah, and then you're down 45 nothing at halftime. That's what's good. That's what was my main point of saying to you guys. Saying to you <laughs> is if you're blue, gonna, blue, blue, right? I'm excluding Berkeley from this conversation. Okay, we can get into Berkeley. Yes, but I'm excluding. So, th- does this evolve the conversation to the next step? The, we're talking. Is this an indictment of the blue? If you want to take the next step, you have to play a more tougher. You got to play tougher. You, guys, mean, you're, you're not tougher opponent. Yeah, tougher opponent. You know what I mean? Like this year for them, Waterford for Blue Hills, Waterford Kettering. They were one and eight this year. One and eight. They said their struggles last year. Yeah. This year, yeah, their struggles. I mean, and then you look at Troy, Valley Sports Detroit game against Chippewa Valley. How is Oxford uh, Oxford Clarkston not the game? That's what I. That doesn't know. make sense. Or even wanna... Adams Lapeer. Yeah, or Mason Wonder even two weeks ago, you know, when you had when A and T and River Rouge was the game and um and um instead of having Troy Bloomfield Hills. I mean yeah. like but but when you look at <laughs> What was Troy's record? Troy's record was eight and one and Chippewa Valley was seven and two. Chippewa Valley's losses were to CC and um you know and then And we know the league they're in. We know the league they're in. And Cypress Harris was shut down against Oxford. And he went off for three scores against Troy. Troy and Oxford are two different animals. Completely different animals. Two different teams. Uh, The trajectory of one is still climbing. The ceiling has not been met. Mm -hmm. That's Oxford. And then when you look at at this game here, you got to think, okay, you got to... Dig deeper into the stuff. You got to dig deeper. You know, you, you had to dig deeper. And you saw the dominance of the Mac Red against the OA Blue that night. That described Chippewa Valley Troy. And that also goes to the seeding. Yes. Right? Yes. That goes to Because we know in the Blue, I mean, 
a couple like one team like Berkeley. We're we're I know they didn't win the blue. No. But to me, they were the class of the blue. To me, yes. The, the consistency. They're the consistency of the blue. Even though they lost. Yeah, I know if you're a Troy fan, it's like, what? Yeah, or, Troy you know, Blue like, what? But they felt like the more sturdy of the three. Berkeley, in their game of water for Mott, they were very competitive. They, that game with them could have went either way. That game with them could have went either way. We couldn't be talking Berkeley versus Waterford Mott, you know no, Berkeley versus um, Wall Lake Western in the next round. I mean, Waterford Mott had to earn that game at Hurley against Berkeley. They had to earn that game. Whereas, you know, when you look at Bloopy Hills and Troy, where they're blown out by a combined 84 to 7. But what do you do? I mean, the blue is the blue. You can't. And then it's not Avondale getting slaughtered by yeah, well, um, Birmingham Brother Rice. 58 nothing. Don't get me started about Avondale. We're mm-hmm. we're always rooting for Avondale. Don't get me wrong, but them making the playoffs I thought was a bit odd. Yes. Well, Division Three was not strong this year. Well, <laughs> and we just found out why. why. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then Harper with his tough loss, fourteen six to a River Rouge. That was a really good game. Um, that came down to a um. Yeah, I'm touchdown for Harper for um, Rouge, and then they um now they're gonna be moving on to play Detroit Martin Luther King. Yeah. Um. So now Harper Woods will be out be an official full fledged member of the OA starting next year. Crazy. Um. So that'll be really interesting. And you said, do you think they're gonna be in the? I think they'll be in the white next year. In the white. I think they'll be in the white. I mean, they're that. I think they can compete with teams in that division. Um. But back to, back to <laughs> Troy Bloomfield Hills. I yes. mean, like. But where did they go? Where did they go? I mean, a lot of it, for me, a lot of it was the seeding. It was like, really? Like, when, when you called out, you said, yeah, Mac Red versus Blue. Mac, or a Blue. I mean, You're like, come on. Come on. I mean, like, the here's the thing. Bloomfield Hills was the number two seed in that district behind West Bloomfield. You know, West Bloomfield was the top seed in that district. Yeah. And then you look at Troy. Troy gets the, Troy's the number two seed in their district. So... I just don't understand the playoff system at times. When you're rewarding, if you're truly rewarding strength of competition, yes. you know th- what th- I mean? I was just going to say that, Sam. You're truly rewarding strength of competition. I mean, you look at, okay, who have you been playing? I mean, you yeah. look at you look at Lake Orion, South B. Arson Tech, Stony Creek, Rochester, have all played murder's role with schedules. And then you look at Bloomfield Hills and Troy. Yes, Bloomfield Hills won a division this year. They won the blue. But and but playing somebody, you know, playing to the um, but playing, you know, the the team. But isn't the Blues crossover? I mean, what were their crossover matches? They don't. The Blue really didn't have a crossover. They had but an it open was, date. But it was like. Uh, I mean, the Blue could choose. But the White their, was crossing over with Red. Right, right was crossover with Red. Which that's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> but I'm just saying to you is, you know, when you look at the White, you know what I mean. When you look at the when you look at the the White, the White's got one team in the playoffs right now. That's Adams. And when you look at of course, the Reds have to beat each other up. I mean, the Blue, you know, in a six six nine, obviously, you have eight league games and one open date. So it's important for those teams to choose 
who should be their open date? And yeah. if you're a team like, I know Farmington had to play North Farmington this year. Um, which they would. Which they would. Berkeley played Livonia Clarenceville this year. That would end up being a really good game there. Um, but when it comes to your competition, you know what I mean? You know, playing teams like a Dearborn Ethel Ford Detroit played or playing a team like um, Loopy Hills, they have a lot of Kettering. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to get you... That's not going to get you battle tested for the postseason. That's no. not. It'll get you a W. It'll get you a W. But are you getting truly getting better? Yeah. That's the that's the that was the main reason why I wrote that article on Bloopia Hills, and I know I got bashed by it. <laughs> and that's the same thing with Troy. You know what I mean? Until you play somebody legit, until you play somebody legit, that's going to be your answer. You know, you look at you look at. Rochester last year, of course, you know, yes, they won the blue and they am COVID shortened year, but when they played Adams, look what happened to them. They got crushed. Yeah. And then you look at the white this year for Rochester, they've improved. They truly belong in that division. Yes. And then you look at obviously a team like um then you look at I understand what Blue Bay Hills the schedule is there. You have to play the teams that you're given. Yes. But the open and I said date that too. But the open date was something you could have done, and you could have played somebody better than Waterford Kettering. Yeah, and do you – is one game, though, going to make you – put you over the top in the playoffs? No. No, it's not. But if you played somebody who is tough, who is – who's going to give you – who's going to test you, you know, that's where I get really upset with, you know, with some of these teams. I mean, you look at Berkeley playing Livoni Clarenceville this year. That was a heck of a game between those two teams. Yes. You look at, obviously, Pontiac and Stockbridge this year. Pontiac was very competitive with Stockbridge. Yes. I mean, until you play somebody <laughs> competitive, you know, until you do, you know, this is going to be the exact result. Yeah. You and know? you've been consistent with this. We've talked about this for years. Mm-hmm. From basketball, I mean, a lot of it is we talked mainly about it for basketball. Mm-hmm. Right? And we see the same results. Yes. Right? I mean, it is. It's like if – if you're king of the competition you're playing and the competition's down here mm-hmm. and you're matched up with somebody who's on a higher plane than you, what do you do? I mean, the upsets happen. Things happen. We've seen it. Yeah, we've seen upsets but, happen. But... but look, I mean, we're looking at it right here in black and white. It, yes. It did not work. It did and not, and not and only did it not out. work, but it's... And it got it, blown out. T- they're getting rolled. You know, and I think to me... That An undefeated is... team getting rolled like that. I was... Wow. You know, and that's something that we got to look at. You know what I mean? If I'm the MHA representative council next year, you know what I mean? Or if you do the playoff system like we did this year, you know, you got to look at clearly the clearly the body of work, you know what I mean, of these teams. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to But you're look not at leaving it. an undefeated Bloomfield Hills out of the playoffs. No, even though they play – they go, you play Kettering, you're out. You're not leaving out of the playoffs, no. <laughs> right, but, I mean – but. If you're Coach Dan Laurie, if you're Blueberry Hills administration, you gotta basically say, "Okay, I've got a good team here. Play some. I, w- I want to play. I want to at least test myself. You know, <laughs> you can sacrifice the undefeated season. Yeah. I mean, at least play somebody like a Division One versus Division One. You look at Blueberry Hills and Troy. Both those teams are Division One teams. Yeah. Troy Athens is there as well. But you look at obviously. Berkeley, who's in Division Two, yeah. you look at obviously Avondale's Division Three. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, 
you're taking advantage of the teams that are given to you. But if you're playing a D1 versus D1, obviously, you know, if I'm Volumpia Hills... I think you get a better understanding yes. of where you're at. Yeah. So that's my rant of the week. <laughs> Pretty solid rant there, Sam. You know, I'm being trying to be accurate. Yeah, your blood pressure hasn't gotten up uh, in a number. You've been doing good. <laughs> I've been... But but I get it. I get it. And the, the whole point of this is we want to see these OA teams successful in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, all, we're huge fans of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. We want them to win. We want them to be competitive. We mm-hmm. want these kids to keep moving on through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not really one to complain about, you know, the structure of the playoff system. and stuff. I, I don't care for it. But it is what it is. And you're living with under, within these rules. You have to perform, right? Right. It, it stinks. Um, we we were t- tempted with a new, you know, everybody got in last year. Yeah, we were, which I really it. liked. I go, but that doesn't ch- it, that even if we went back to last year's model, it wouldn't change what we have here. No, it wouldn't change it. No, but it's still. I mean, like maybe they get knocked out in the second round, right? Because the isn't the way they would do it. They would take the the last game of the year. That's the first uh, game in the in the postseason or whatever. But, technically, but I'm just saying to you is, but yeah. You know, when you look at Bloomer Hills and Troy, you know, having to see them play against nobody, Detroit Catholic Central or Chippewa Valley. Oh, I know. Brutal. It's a tough. It's. I mean, and Berkeley's case. Tough And the Berkeley's case of Water, Vermont, you know what I mean? That was a heck of a game between those two teams. And then Avondale getting blown up at Birmingham Brother Rice. We saw that coming. I know I can't. I don't want to get you started on that. Please don't. I mean, because. But that was a disaster in the making there. Um, I mean, I would love to see. I mean, when you say it was a D3, right? You're saying yeah. D3 was just a train wreck. I'd, I'd love to see that that uh, that spreadsheet mm-hmm. of the teams and who they played and what were the records and all this kind of stuff because, you know, Avondale, we are fans of Avondale. We picked them early, and they just kind of fizzled, right? They struggled the, early. Yeah, but we thought, they were, we thought they were going to yeah, really make a statement. Yeah, I stand, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it, like. It didn't happen. And well, we knew there were some injuries and whatever. Yeah, the injury to Jake Herzog was really huge for them. But they had a losing record. Yeah, they had a losing record. And, and people would say Oxford, same thing, even though they went 5-4. Crazy. crazy. But, you know, but when you look at. Oxford and Avondale's strength of schedule is much. Night and be, day. Night and day. You know what I mean? It's the Oxford schedule is exactly your point. Mm-hmm. But Avondale cannot control how the white division, how the blue, or the blue, how the blue is stacked. Mm-hmm. They can't. No. Right. That's the league. Yeah, that's the league they're in. Do you think that it's I? I and I know, and, and they two- shuffle them. They're going to shuffle them again, and all this kind of stuff. But you're mm-hmm. like. What do you do? I, I, I know we're not going to solve this in the next, you know, 22 no. minutes. No, we're whatever. not going to solve this. <laughs> but I think personally, if I'm Coach Dan Loria, or if I'm Coach Chris Frazier, and let's say if I have to, if I'm in the blue next year, I have to really find some teams to toughen us up. Because if we're going to be playoff teams, if we want, if I'm Blue Bay Hills, if I want to win my first ever playoff game, I would sacrifice the undefeated season and play somebody tough. I know undefeated seasons are really good. Yeah. But when you have to play somebody who is better than you are, then you have to really shore it up 
you have to you have to say okay how are we going to how are we going to like prepare like playing against a team like a nobody Detroit Catholic Central or a West Bloomfield <laughs> go play them or a or a West Bloomfield or a Adams here's yeah. my here's my solution to that play them yeah em. schedule them schedule them play them I mean you know when you look at Troy I mean Dearborn Central Ford isn't going to cut it you know they're not going to cut it. So here's my suggestion to Troy: play somebody, you know, play a Division One rival. You know what I mean? You, I mean, there's teams, you know, you could play a. There's teams up north you can play. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I mean, or maybe even Rochester, Adams, or Stony. I mean, yeah, like yeah. your your arch rivals. I mean, play them. Yeah. Play them. I mean, like you don't have to. You don't have to really. Um, you know, <sighs> um. <laughs> I know, I know we're at. We already we covered this. We don't need to retread it again. I don't need to retread it. Let's do this. Let's change a little gears. Can we give some hype out there for uh, some of these cross-country runners? Do you mind if I read some results? Yeah, go ahead. We're at uh, 41 minutes. So go I'll do, ahead. I'll do this really quick, and then we'll do, and then we'll do our picks, okay? We got volleyball this week. This week. And volleyball, yeah, okay. So here we go. Um, uh, Region 9, a truckload of uh, Lake Orion teams, uh, Lake Orion, Clarkston, Oxford, Adams, uh, and so on were there. Those are the, the teams that we've been keeping an eye region on. Region 9, yep. Yep, in the Region 9. So in the Region 9, uh, boys, uh, Romeo takes it, uh, the D1 uh, title. Uh, Lake Orion was second uh, with uh, 52 points. Romeo mm-hmm. had uh, 32. Uh, uh, Rochester, uh, Stony Creek was fourth, so they miss out on, the, on taking that their hurts. team to uh, the state meet. But their sophomore, uh, Chaz uh, Hothwaite, makes it as an individual. Congratulations to him. And let's see what else on. Who else? Uh, Ox- or Clarkson was fifth. Oxford. Uh, Clarkson was fifth. Oxford was sixth overall in the region. And, so, and Rochester was tenth. So that was uh, on the men's side. On the women's side, Oxford women really put on a show. They're good. With a lot of young runners young on that runners, team. Young so, talent on that team. Absolutely. So Oxford wins the women's regional with 73 points. Romeo was second at 102. Malcolm Dakota was third at 117. Clarkson was fifth. Stony Creek sixth. Rochester uh, seventh. Rochester Adams eighth. Lake Orion tenth. Uh, the big story was Rochester's Lucy Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, this freshman out of nowhere, uh, we haven't seen her during the regular season, but we saw her in invitation. I'm like, who is that at the Oakland County meet? Oakland County champion and regional champion. Mm-hmm. Now, the results here says the Mocom Dakota runner, Jaden uh, Harberts, is number one in the listing. But I saw with my own eyes, she came in ahead of the field by mm-hmm. like 25 seconds. And this is a star in the making. Lucy Cook, a freshman at Rochester, we need to keep an eye on. But also, Mallory Bigelow from Oxford. She was a dominant runner in the OA Red all season long and proved it once again, coming in fourth overall in, in the uh, region. And uh, I don't know where Alexandra Brigham uh, from Clarkston. A good showing for her. She finished third in the, uh, in the region. So Oxford women move on. Uh, Romeo and Macomb, Dakota move on for the women. Everybody else stays home. Let me see in the top 10. Troy actually had a really nice one in their region. Did they? Yeah, their boys and girls are moving on to the state finals. Royal Oak women had a really nice one as well. Very good. Um, 
they're moving on and they're in the, into the end state. So well. you may know this, and I don't want to take too much time because we got to get to our picks. But uh, MHSA changed the rules on qualifications. Usually it's top ten, right? Right. And so, but they removed like let's say Oxford won with seventy three points or Romeo with thirty two. That means they had a top three and then all these extra guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was only so many slots for top ten. But let's say Romeo has five in the top ten. Right. Those five are now moved into just one. Yes, the team. They are team qualified. So it opens up more slots for individuals to qualify. I thought Mm -hmm. it was a great change. That was a great change there. Right? For the uh, postseason, for the runners, more kids get to go, more get to qualify, which is good. So I think uh, state meet is this Saturday. Okay. And we'll have the results of that. So, and then um, of course soccer, we had Troy get beat by um, Anchor Bay, New Baltimore Anchor Bay. Did they? Yes. And then, um, and then Clarkson lost to a um, Northville. How they lost was a really bad goal they gave up. Uh oh. I mean, just, but it happens. That's soccer, man. I know it happens. It's soccer. So there's no OA teams left there. All right, it's forty-five. We got fifth under just under fifteen minutes. Ooh. So we have some time, but I know. not a lot of time, but we have no. some time. We got two games we're going to preview more in depth this week, obviously. Yes. Um, let's talk our first <laughs> one. It's going to be at the Swamp. Um, we got Novi Detroit Catholic Central taking on West Bloomfield. Um, Is Detroit CC's offense that good? Are they that good? And can West Bloomfield... Stay keep up, it together. Keep it together. Keep that yellow flag in the pocket. Yep, and I think that's a big question when you look at this game. Now, I don't know if we had the real CC offense, you mm. know what I mean, considering Bloomfield Hills was. You, you like know, you said, they just it was quarterback keeper, quarterback keeper. Yeah. Right? We'll go, uh, they run this spread, right? You said they spread them out. Well, that was um, – now, CC, we know what they're more traditional. They're more of a okay. traditional power. Are they? Okay. They can spread you out as well. Okay. Um, Now, you were thinking Novi. Yeah, my mistake. Yeah, you were thinking Novi. Um, and then when you look at West Bloomfield, the RPO, obviously, yes. with them. Um, Which is difficult. They run it well. They run it very well. Yes. Especially Raekwon Nance, sophomore yes. quarterback. You have athletes mm-hmm. coming you out your ears. Yep. Experience. Now, mm-hmm. Dylan Tame did not play much in that game against Novi. Didn't need to. Um, but I thought Kenneth Jones was as he is a. You much, said he's key. He should be the key. He on should the be the Wildcat. key on the on the Wildcat formation that they run. He should be the one that I would trust him more than Tatum in the Wildcat formation. Why is that? Because. You know, remember, let's not forget last year they had Donovan Edwards who ran the wild. Yes. Um, with Tatum, you know, I know he's being more recruited to be in the backfield under Mel Tucker, Michigan State. Kenneth Jones is an actual, can be a true actual running back. You know, he, I mean, like, he doesn't really play much on defense. So you can use him more of, and I know, and I've seen him throw. You know, he's a really yeah. good thrower, really efficient so player. F- so, so I would versatile. trust him. Versatile. Yeah. I think, you know, and I know Tatum also plays defense as well. But for me, if I had to trust versatility right now, I would take Jones. And that's no offense. You know what I mean? I understand the looks. I know that. But <laughs> but I, I just I just look at you that. You think their best bet would it, having Jones back there? Instead of Tatum. Yeah. And I think that says a lot. You know? And I really think that when you look at going against CC. Nobody Detroit Catholic Central was only flagged five times 
in that game against Bloomfield Hills. Now, if you're West Bloomfield, you have got to clean up the penalties. And I am not saying that because I'm bashing you. I'm pleading with you. <laughs> clean them up. Because, because... Your margins for error is shrinking. It's shrinking. Because CC is a much different animal than Novi is. So when you really look at this matchup, if you're not disciplined and you, and you, and you can't clean up the mistakes, you're asking for trouble. And when I look at West Bloomfield, you know, obviously you've got Raekwon Nance to him, Samaj Morgan. That tandem is pretty much set. You pretty much got the, um, yeah, you can, you can use both Jones and Tatum at the same time. You know, a lot of people are going to be going to be paying more attention to Tatum than Jones because yeah. of the, because of notoriety. Um, so when you look at this game, it's going to come down the battle of trenches. I do trust. Amir Herring, I do trust Brandon Davis Swan. I do trust Michael Williams. But against CC, you're going to have to really shore some things up. And the stats don't lie. And if if West Bloomfield does not clean up the penalties, they are going home. And if they have a penalty-filled game similar to what they had last week, they're going home. Yes. That's what I'm looking at because, you know, we look at the roundup and sometimes, you know, that blowout is not black and white. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm West Bloomfield, I stop with the temper tantrums. I stop with the chirping. I stop that right now because if that happens and you have a strong officiated crew there, they're going to flag. It's true. They're going to flag you. You, you get a referee that had a bad day, and you don't want to. You don't want to bring them into it. Correct. Right. You want to play the game. Just get it play done. Your style. Yeah, we don't want to. We play don't want to talk style. about the guys in the black and white. Can't. T- yeah, we want to. We want to just play your style. You play your style, you're gonna be fine. That's my call out to West Bluebird this week. Okay. I know we have calls on BT all the time. <laughs> Haven't done those in a while. No, but. That's my call at West but, but that's a legitimate uh, concern, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to watch out. Penalties on any level is, is you got to watch out. Yes. Yes. And, and West Because Blue, they kill drives. They kill drives. They, they, they kill momentum. They can remove players from activity. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. All right. So if that's the case, what do we got? You know what? What are you looking at here? West I, Bloomfield, CC. What do we got? In this game. Is this going to be in the 30s? I think this is going to be 20s, high 20s. Um, I think West Bluefield wins this one by a field goal. Oh, I just think that they're going to find a way in this game. They clean up the penalties. They they don't kill themselves. They're self-inflicted wounds. I mean, that's the thing. If West Bluefield plays mistake-free, they're going to win this game, I think, by 10 points, but I just don't see that happening. It's going to be three points. Okay. Who do you got? See, I haven't seen CC or anything on it, but I do know that going into the Swamp is no pleasure cruise for anyone. No. Even if West Bloomfield is having problems and things like that, it is so difficult to win there. Um, And I agree with you. I think they know 
they dodged not not that they dodged one. I mean, one thirty nine to three. But the staff knows what it takes to win mm-hmm. and to get to the next round and beyond. I think West Bloomfield tidies up their mess. They get a little uh, they get a little more focused and they take a W. I think it's going to be ten points though. And then we got Oxford Adams. Who see this is this is my jam right here. This is the game. This is the one that makes me fearless go, yes. versus fear. This is the fearless versus fear. You know, Whew. run heavy versus can you stop anything? Right? I mean, uh-huh. it is it, it, what's Oxford's strength. They show that they can shut down a run. Yeah, they can take they can make you one dimensional. Yes. If they make Adams one dimensional, not in their favor, you know, on the ground. But, you know, the Veer's a hard offense to stop. It is. But I'm looking at the improvement the Wildcats are making and the adjustments they are making. They went into Clarkson and plugged the holes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they moved the ball. I'm not saying they're going to have zero yards rushing. Mm-hmm. But if they are going to – if they contain your attack on the ground – Right. Do you have an alternative? Adams does, does Adams have, an alternative? have an alternative. Yes, they do. I mean, Pico can throw it to pre-scorn. I mean, they they have alternative. They can throw it to pre-scorn. I mean, they can use their backs and use them. You know what I mean? In this, they can use the pat the running game, in a passing game, make it more of a screen game. You know what I mean? I mean, the Veer gives you so many different illusions. You know, when you look at Adams, I mean, we didn't talk Brady pre-scorn. Mm-mm. I mean, we didn't talk, um, but. This is Oxford here. I mean, this is the Wildcats. I mean, they're, I think when you look at this game here on paper. They've already played. They've already played. It was a close it game. It was 24-10. The game, this game was close and the score indicated. Yes. So when you look at this game here on paper. Oxford makes adjustments. Oxford makes adjustments. <laughs> they they could pull us this off. Yes, and they I can. Called Oxford, and I said Oxford would beat Clarkson last week, and they did beat Clarkson last week. When I look at I didn't, Adams, I didn't think Oxford could shut down uh, Ethan Clark or no, Mike DePello. Uh, no, I didn't think they could shut down that running attack. I was stunned. I just couldn't believe it. But but it goes for what we're talking about. I mean, they're they're a team that is pl- playing downhill, man. There mm-hmm. is momentum at their back, and like you said, no fear. They can beat you in so many different ways. That team has basically just went through the. The, the gods gauntlet. of all schedule. <laughs> Good lord. The gauntlet. Yeah, and they came out the other side better. Yes, I mean, it's they are battle tested. I mean, they've been in playoff mode for the last five weeks. Yes, and they've beaten te- proven teams in the red. They beat a Mac red opponent. They beat a white opponent. I mean, now you're taking on, and then you just knocked off a Saginaw Valley opponent. You know what I mean? And now you're playing the um, and now you're playing. The um, white champs and Adams. So when you look at this game here on paper, I mean, like everybody says Adams in a mismatch. I don't think so because when you look at Adams, you know Oxford's experience is huge in this game. Yeah, experience, senior experience, battle tested. You know, but there's something about the Veer. You know, <laughs> there's always something about that option offense, the Veer option offense. There always is. So when you look at this game on paper, you just got to say, okay, how would you, if ever, if Oxford can play smart defense, stout defense, I think they're going to upset Oxford. Don't be surprised if this game 
Say that again. Don't if, be surprised if, they beat Oxford. Adams beats Oxford. Don't be surprised. But if Adam, but here's the thing. If don't be surprised if this game's high thirties in this game. Oh. Don't be surprised. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's gonna be high thirties because I don't think either defense is gonna stop the other. Um, really? I think this has got shootout potential. Is um, this gonna be the last one with the ball's gonna win? I do. Because I mean, w- the ground attacks for both teams are solid, and it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is gonna be a short game. Yeah. If they get their ways, this will be a the clock will be running all the time. Right. So but who do you have? Who do you got? I am going. You flipping the coin, Sammy. I am going until I'm going. You're going my way, aren't you? I'm going the veer. I'm going Adam. See, you're you're gonna say until I see somebody do it, I'm picking the the guy who's gotten it done. Is that how? I was gotten the job done. I'm not being mean here. No, no, but I'm. I mean, Adams obviously has been doing it all year. Right, been doing it all year. Um, That's kind of like think, what I, I say think, about Clarkson usually. So right. I'm picking Clarkson until you show me. You can... I think Brady pre-scoring is huge in this game. I think he's going to have a big day against them, Oxford, because I know Oxford's run defense is really good. They're passing defense a little suspect a little bit. Okay. So I'm going to take, and until I think it's going to be Parker Pico's arm throwing it to Brody pre-scoring, I think pre-scoring has a big day in this one. I, I just think, I just think, Ox, I think, I think, Ox, I think Adams, Adams. barely. Over Oxford, I'm going to say 38-35. <laughs> Three points. Um, see, I'm leaning one way, then I lean the other. I would have taken Adams all day mm-hmm. until what happened last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm picking Oxford. And yeah. I think the score is going to be roughly the same. I mean, it's it's if it's over seven points either way, um, I would be very very surprised. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the Wildcats. That's and gonna be a heck of a game. It's out going there, to be man. yes, and it's gonna be a late score. I think it's gonna be a come from behinder. Who do you think's getting it, Vaccaro or Pre or um, Carpenter? It's they're gonna do it on the ground. They're gonna you're they're gonna, gonna go Vaccaro. Yeah, he's gonna. Add to that legend up there that he just wrote last Friday. He's going to have the uh, the last chapter put in there, at least the next chapter, I should say. I think they're going to go on the ground. It's going to be a late rushing score. Oxford takes it from behind. Good grief. <laughs> you think that, they're going through the air? I think that, I think they're going to go through the air. I mean, we'll see what happens. Well, obviously, we're going to see what happens, and that makes it exciting. Yeah. Volleyball districts, you want to take a look at them. They're on my blog at tamysemicolon.com. You want to take a look at them. I have my projections and everything else there for them as well. All right, everybody, I wish you best of luck. Wish everybody the best of luck in the state finals this weekend for cross yeah. country. Also, best of luck at West Bloomfield and Rochester Adams this weekend for football playoffs. Um, we'll see what happens going forward. I'm Sammy Tamini here. I'm going to sign off. Take care. God bless and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy and Al is produced by Sammy Tiramina, and the views on this show are his and mine alone. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. We are now enrolling. What? That's it for this edition of Owen Al. We'll see you next week. See ya.